Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to take a minute to talk to you about making authentic friendships. You might remember the founder, Juliana Featherman, from episode 34 of Adventures in Autism. She is an autism sibling who created this amazing interactive web app that enables children ages 13 and up and adults with special needs to make friends based on age, interest, diagnosis, and geographic location. Parents and caregivers can also sign up to connect with other parents and caregivers. For more info or to sign up, head to makingauthenticfriendships.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Adventures in Autism, episode 85. I am Megan Carranza. Thank you so much for coming to listen. If it is your first episode, welcome. So happy to have you. And if you have been listening, thank you so much for coming back and supporting the pod. I have to say thank you so much to everyone who has been listening during this crazy time that we are having. It's just going to be me again today. And in the spirit of full transparency, I will say I have many episodes interviews, I should say, saved up in my vault. But with everything going on right now, not as many people are listening to podcasts, which I totally get because I am way behind on my podcasts. I think a lot of it is that, you know, none of us are commuting at this point, or most of us aren't commuting. So that's where I do the majority of my podcast listening is in the car. Uh, I definitely do some listening like around the house, but you know, routines are different. Everything is just different right now. And I think we're all kind of trying to find our new normal. And because of that, I have all these great interviews that I really want everyone to hear. And I don't want them to fall onto deaf ears. (laughs) So I thought I would come back with another solo show today and kind of save, save those wonderful interviews for when there's, there's more people listening again. Um, also because I just, I feel like as, as time goes on, this is kind of my therapy (laughs) to sort of vent to all of you. And I love getting feedback from you guys. So if anything, you know, strikes a nerve with you in this episode or resonates with you, please let me know. So I thought I would share today the five things that are actually helping us kind of get through this time. I I shared my pro con list last week and I heard from a lot of you, especially on the things that you were also surprised about that were, you know, positives coming out of this situation. So some of these things kind of hit along those lines. Um, but like I said, these are things that are actually helping us and none of them are like groundbreaking, (laughs) I should say, but I do want to share that this past week, has been a little more trying for us. Kind of more of the same. I had shared last week that Logan has been doing really great. He's been super happy, but his loudness and sort of just like hyperactivity seems to be going up by the day. So I was just talking to Manny. We were kind of trying to game plan on what we can do sort of going forward to help him. I think a lot of it 
is that, you know, just being cooped up all day, he just has like so much pent up energy. And for some of us, it's like we, when we're cooped up, it's like we almost get lazier and we want to like chill more, (laughs) you know, Netflix and chill. Whereas for Logan, I'm sure some of your kiddos, it's like that energy has nowhere to go and it just kind of like festers and builds inside of him. And it just comes out as like, major like over the top hyper activity. So I was telling Manny, I'm like, I think as much kind of sensory input as we can give him right now is the way to go. We have a a pod swing that we've actually had for a while that we haven't actually installed yet. So we're getting to that. Manny just got the hardware for that. And we're getting things back together in our basement, which is very exciting. That's like Logan's main domain down there. So not having that has been a struggle. And I think that was part of the reason why things had gotten so difficult was after we had everything kind of aired out from when it flooded, which it flooded like the week that all this started happening. So we had everything remediated and they had to pull up the floors and stuff. And then finally, just this past weekend, one of Manny's friends who's a carpenter came and replaced the flooring and the baseboards and Manny had already painted. So I think getting that room back together is going to be a godsend for us and we're kind of making that into like a new little therapy sensory kind of area so we are excited about that but having said that having these sort of like difficult days really makes me realize what I'm kind of relying on during this time so I'm going to share what what's actually been helping us I would love to hear what's been helping you guys and like I said none of this is like too crazy. No, I, I, all this is very doable, which for me, that is like the number one key to everything is <laughs> like, okay, this sounds great, but what can I actually do? I promise even you, everyone, if I can do this, you definitely could do this. <laughs> okay. So my number one piece of advice, and this, this, these are not really in any particular order, but I would say this probably is the number one thing is getting out of the house. And obviously that's difficult when Like here in Illinois, we are on a shelter-in-place order. So we are able to still go for walks. We can, you know, get outside. There's different trails we can hit up. I know some states are more strict than others. I was talking to a couple friends of mine who are in California this past weekend, and one of them was saying that her husband is an essential worker and he literally has like a certificate that he has to keep in his car so that when he's out, he can like show that certificate to <laughs> show like, I'm allowed to be out right now. Uh, I think they're also like ticketing people for not wearing masks. So I mean, crazy stuff. We do, we have masks and we have gloves and stuff. So we are being careful when we are out. But that being said, again, that cooped up energy with nowhere to go is just like the worst thing for us, not just for Logan, but for all my kids and for me and all of us. So we have been going for walks, weather permitting every day. Again, I'm in Chicago. The weather is very unpredictable here. We've had some really nice days. It has snowed the past few days. Not like a lot, nothing like sticking on the ground, but 
cold, windy, and snowy. So the days that we can get out, we have been really enjoying like finding new trails. And that's actually really fun because even just right in our area, there has been so many spots that we have found. Some we kind of drive out to, which is good because then it sort of takes up a little more time. (laughs) We kind of drive there, do our little walk, drive back. And it's been really fun to see all these different sites, but some even like literally down the street from us, there's there's a golf course near our house that the golf course is closed, but they opened it up just for people to, to walk the path. And it's so pretty. There's like hills and I mean, it's, you know, it's springtime here. So nothing has really bloomed yet. Again, spring in Chicago is basically still winter. Um, but still just like pretty sights and something different. I think when you are, you know, are doing the same, the same path every day, it gets boring for everyone. We have a path in our neighborhood that goes, like all throughout and we live in a a really big subdivision so sometimes we just take like different sections of that path which is fine um but even that it's like just kind of get out stretch your legs find something new that has been awesome and then on the days when we can't get out of the house we are going for drives (laughs) which I don't know what you guys but Logan is he loves being in the car that is actually like the only time that he is calm and quiet is when he's in the car. And sometimes I will bring like a little fidget toy. He usually has his headphones on. Those kind of things just sort of like support him really do help. But that kid could drive to Timbuktu and just be super happy. So, and honestly, the girls are pretty good too. My Liliana gets a little more antsy, but I mean, we do have like a a decked out minivan with like a DVD player and I bring snacks and everything. So everyone's, everyone's happy in the car pretty much. Um, but yeah, going for drives has been really awesome. And sometimes we'll have like a destination, like my sister has been staying with us and sometimes we'll just like drive to her apartment in the city so she can like get some stuff. And it's just kind of like a destination, like there and back some sites to see, or we will drive to my mom's house, which is like almost an hour away. Just kind of say hi to them from the car those are all like great things. But even if you're just like driving around or like my sister was saying, let's take a different way home today so we can like see different sites. Is it super exciting? No, but you're getting out of the house. And for us, it is kind of a break because like I said, Logan is actually calm. So yes, getting out of the house, going for walks, hitting up the trails, taking a drive, all good things that has been keeping us sane truly <laughs> well, the days that we don't get out and we're cooped up all day are are rough days truly so number two on my list and this honestly probably rivals number one in terms of importance would be human interaction and I mean that virtually I mean that over the phone I mean in person while keeping distance like I said we'll drive to my mom's house and just kind of talk to them from they'll stand on the sidewalk we're in the car Yesterday, we actually, so we drove to my sister's house, her apartment in the city. We picked up a few things for her. On the way home, we actually stopped at, I think it was five different people's houses just to say hi. One of them was her friend who had just had a baby. She dropped off a baby gift that she'd ordered for her, just left it on the porch. We just kind of waved hi. Another was a a friend of mine who we had, it was actually the, the family I used to nanny for who I had seen a couple of them a couple months ago, but I hadn't seen their dad or their younger daughter in a long time. We honestly, we sat in their driveway and talked for like 
I think an hour, truly. <laughs> and again, we kept our distance. That that time the kids were getting a little antsy. They were like, okay, mom, enough of the chatting. But so nice to just say hi to people. And then we stopped at my mom's. We stopped at another friend of ours who has little kids. Who the, So the kids were happy to kind of see each other and talk to each other. Now, five people might be excessive. <laughs> and honestly, it was like we just sort of hit everyone like on our way home. It just worked out that way. But I mean, yeah, even if you're just stopping by one person's house and just having a little driveway date, that is wonderful. Just to like see someone's face and talk to them. And like I said, even over the phone, those things are so important right now. I feel like we are all so deprived of that human interaction that the moments that we get with other people are just so much better. One thing I have to share is that over the weekend, I did a Zoom chat with several of my Instagram friends who are also podcasting mamas. So definitely check out my my Instagram and Facebook. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post a picture, a little screenshot of our chat over the weekend. But I think there was like, I think there was nine of us on the call. And we talked for two hours, all of us. And some of us knew each other really well. A few of them I knew really well. And then others I was just familiar with or acquaintances with and so awesome to just talk to other people who are doing similar things as you. They're all special needs podcasting moms. So we are definitely in a similar niche. We had a lot to chat about. Obviously we talked for two hours and I mean, obviously not everyone's going to have a group like that, that they can connect with, but maybe you have like, you know, friends in the neighborhood that you guys can do like a happy hour chat with those kind of things they they might seem like obviously before all this kind of stuff maybe not such a big deal <laughs> but now it's like those kind of conversations are are truly life-giving and just make such a huge difference in your overall mental health one of my, one of my friends that I saw yesterday is a a therapist and I am actually going to do an episode coming up with her just about mental health in general but also during this time and that was actually what, what she was saying yesterday was she's like I just think that everyone is so focused on their physical health right now which is important but we really need to be thinking about our mental health and I think human interaction is such a huge huge part of our mental health so yeah pick up the phone have a have a zoom chat have a, have a, you know, in-person, but social distancing kind of, you know, driveway date, whatever you need to do. Those things are, are so, so important. Okay. And then number three is following a loose schedule. Keyword being loose. I feel like when, when all this first started happening, I saw so many people posting their like beautiful color coordinated schedules for the day. And my sister even showed me a meme that was like the COVID schedules are the new mom shaming. Like, it's like, Oh, do you have a schedule? Oh, you don't. I do. And we were very lucky because when all this first kind of went down, Logan's BCBA had made us sort of a low tech visual schedule that has kind of like packs pieces. And there's like a, a green side, which is like to do, and then a red side, which is done. So we can sort of move, move things around on there. And honestly, we we do use that when we need to, but I feel like we've sort of fallen into a pattern with the days and we've sort of stuck with that pattern. And it's not necessarily the same every day, but it's like the days kind of have like a flow that they naturally would. And we're just keeping up with that flow. So I had shared last week, like we are really enjoying just like 
lazy mornings. We are not, you know, pushing to get homeschooling going. I'm not trying to do like, you know, at home speech therapy with Logan. I'm just like letting the kids enjoy their time in the morning. Logan likes to watch Sesame Street right now and, you know, run around with his ball and that's cool. Liliana usually grabs her tablet and she's watching something on YouTube. She loves to watch like people playing with Barbie dolls. I know it's weird, but she loves it. <laughs> I usually grab my coffee and watch Gilmore Girls in the morning. <laughs> and it's like, that's just, that's kind of how we have our mornings. And then, you know, we sort of get into breakfast time and then we will have some work time. And then we'll usually kind of get out for our, our drive or our walk. And then we do our lunch time, and then we come home and we'll do like rest time. Nothing huge, nothing major. But like the days have a flow and I've been thinking about that more and more because I, I have been just so surprised with how well Logan has done with all this. And I kept being like, he's not going to have a schedule. He's not going to have a schedule. This is going to be like so out of his routine. And it took us a couple of weeks, but then I kind of realized like, oh, we, we sort of do have a routine right now. And obviously it's different from his normal routine, but it's becoming more predictable. And I think that is so important to remember because, you know, this break, it definitely is scary. I had talked about last week that regression is one of my biggest concerns with him. And as much as that does scare me, I also am appreciating this break. Today I was talking to Logan's speech therapist. We did like a teletherapy session and her and I were just chatting beforehand and I was telling her about how I was concerned. And she was saying to me, she's like, you know, breaks are a good thing. Like sometimes it really is okay to like take a step back, kind of reset and come back to it. And then you have sort of a renewed sense of drive. And honestly, I don't know where we're going to end up at the end of all this. I don't know how long this is going to go on for. So I liked hearing that. And I think that makes a lot of sense. And I'm hoping that that's the case with Logan, that when we, you know, get back into everything, he's not like, wait, I want to have more time to watch cartoons. But at this point, I think all we can do is, like I said, just kind of follow that loose schedule, try to keep some consistency because I think that's good for everyone. And even though the days look different than they normally would, if they follow that sort of, you know, loose schedule, that same sort of, you know, uninterrupted, uninterrupted pattern, I think that that is just a really good thing. I know it is for, for Logan, I think for a lot of our kiddos, because they are they're creatures of habit and they really enjoy those schedules. Okay. So I have a couple more and I'm going to take a, a quick break. And then when I come back, I will finish up with those. So stay tuned. For you, the listeners of Adventures in Autism podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I often get asked for book recommendations related to autism, and one that I always go back to is called The Out of Sync Child by Carol Kranowitz, and it was actually recommended to me by a friend who is also an OT, and I read this book years ago before Logan was even diagnosed. It's not necessarily just for autism. 
It also goes into like sensory processing disorder or ADHD, but it's just very valuable information and a really great resource that I still pull from today, even though I read it years ago. So that's a really good one. Sometimes just to get my mind off things, I also just enjoy good old chiclet. <laughs> I love anything by Emily Giffen, like something borrowed or something blue. And those are available on Audible as well. But you can pick from any of their titles. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism. All one word. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism for your free audiobook. Okay, so jumping back into my list of things that are actually helping us sort of get through this time. I'm on number four here, and this one may sound a little woo, or it may not at all, um, but this would be having some type of gratitude practice, which I think is so important always to just take a moment in the morning, at the end of the day, the middle of the day, whenever feels right to you, and just reflect on the things that you're thankful for. And even in the hard moments, I think especially in the hard moments, it's so important to focus on gratitude because truly we have so much to be thankful for. And I'm speaking for myself and I'm, I'm hoping that everyone listening is in a similar situation where, you know, we have a roof over our heads, we have food in our bellies, and although things are different right now, things are not, you know, ideal, I am just truly so thankful for my family, for our health. You know, it was Easter over the weekend, and obviously Easter looked much different this year. It would have been very nice to see our families. We normally have everyone over here. We have a big brunch. We do a big egg hunt with all the kids. And, you know, I'm just like a holiday nerd. So any any excuse to, to celebrate something is important to me. And this year, I'm not going to lie, we had a tough day. <laughs> I don't necessarily think that was because of one thing in particular. Logan, as we all, as I've mentioned many, many times, is a, a candy addict. And I, I do mean addict because we started the day very early. It was like before six o'clock even. And he, you know, of course, had to tear into his Easter basket. And I only let him have like a couple of his candy eggs. He got some some jelly beans. But he he truly is like an addict where it's like he gets that little taste of candy and then it's all he could think about. He's like one track mine. So the whole day was just like fighting with him to not eat too much candy, but then also being like, well, it's Easter. So I'm going to let you have some of the candy. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like the Easter candy is like just as much, if not more than Halloween. It's crazy. There is so much Easter candy and I'm not going to lie. It is good. <laughs> so I can't blame him. But yeah, this Easter was, it was a tough one. And the whole day I felt really stressed because again, Logan was just, he was into all the candy. He was trying to take the girls candy. He was more hyper than ever, just running all over the place. And some of the running in a way that was not just like, I'm happy and hyper, but also like, I'm frustrated because I want this candy, like running into walls type of thing, which does not happen often. And when it does, it's, I mean, it's hard to see that as a mom. So I definitely was like in my feelings. But at the end of the day, I made myself stop and just think about the things that I'm thankful for. Because truly there is 
there's so much going on in the world right now. I mean, there always is. And as much as it's easy to kind of get wrapped up in like, oh, this is so hard. I'm so stressed out. You know, I'm just, I'm truly so thankful for my family, for my kids, for our health, that they are healthy and happy. I, I just, I'm like every day I'm seeing so much sad stuff and in one hand it breaks my heart completely and the other hand it makes me thankful for the things that I do have we actually talked about this on our call with those the podcasters like I was talking about one of the moms was sharing that she had seen a news segment actually talking about kids with autism you know now that everyone's home and it was there was a mom on the segment talking about how difficult it's been and how her her child had been really aggressive and was you know, lashing out at them. And she had just finished telling us how they had been having a really hard time and her son was really having a hard time adjusting. And, you know, some of his more challenging behaviors were coming out. But she even said, she's like, you know, after seeing that, I realized like, okay, I, I know like this is hard for us, but we really were lucky that like this is what we're dealing with. And our kid isn't like punching holes in the wall. If that is your kid, I feel for you so much. And I'm truly from the bottom of my heart, I'm, I'm sorry you're having to deal with that. I hope that everyone gets to a better place with this. And like I said, gratitude, it's, it's something that even in those really desperate times, those really tough times, if you can just think about like one thing that you're thankful for, it does kind of help that mindset. Like I was saying, mental health, it's all so important. And I'm someone who, you know, I don't want to be like Little Miss Sunshine, but I really do try to see the glasses half full. I really do try to look at the positive side of things. Even when things are are really tough, I think that that is, it's one of the things that I am just thankful for about myself, that I can like just really try to look at the positive. And that's really helped me. So whether you are journal, saying it aloud, like to, you know, a friend, to your partner, whoever, I think thinking about what you are really thankful for and grateful for in the difficult times is is really important and if you can kind of work on that and and realize the things that you are grateful for you realize more and more that there's more to be grateful for so it is it's really nice to have a gratitude practice okay so the last one number 5 and this is a big one is letting go of guilt i feel like everyone i talk to is telling me how their kids are, you know, having more screen time than ever. They are eating so unhealthy. And I think every mom that I know, maybe not every mom, but honestly, most of them in the past few weeks has said the words to me, I feel like a failure. They feel like they're failing at homeschool. They feel like they're failing at, you know, teletherapy. They're failing at everything. And honestly, I've had those moments too, where I have felt like I'm just, you know, th- this this ship is out of control. My sister said to me today, she's like, these kids run you. <laughs> and she's not wrong. They do. Um, but honestly, I think, I mean, anytime I think it's important to give yourself a break, no, none of us are failures. If you are, if you love your kids and you are doing the best you can, no matter what that looks like, if you're doing your best, you are not a failure. And even if your best that day is like, you know, giving them cereal all day long and letting them watch cartoons that's fine (laughs) I always say I'm like my goal is survival like if we've all lived through the day that's great that's truly like all I'm going for if like anything else happens wonderful but as long as as long as we all make it through that's that's my main goal 
So yeah, I think just don't be so hard on yourself. You know, you might have these like grand plans again with like the schedules, the color coordinated schedules that you're like, we're going to do this from 830 to nine. And then at at nine, we're going to have, you know, social studies. (laughs) It's like you have have these ideas of like how how life is going to go. And honestly, if you're one of those moms that can do that, more power to you. You are amazing. You are not me though. I am definitely not that mom. Like I said, I'm the mom watching Gilmore Girls drinking my coffee while my kids are like watching their tablets. Like that, that is totally me. And there are moments where I feel guilt about that, but mostly I have not. I really have just been like, this is where we're at right now. This is life. And I'm okay with it. I'm going to be okay with it because we're getting through it. My kids are, they're happy. They're fed. They're clean. I'm giving them baths more than ever because that's something to do. (laughs) So it's like all this stuff that we get kind of caught up in, just, just let it go. I was again saying to Logan, speech therapist today, because she was giving me a lot of great ideas, a lot of great resources. And I said to her, I'm like, you know, at a certain point, I'm, I'm so thankful to have such like great teachers and therapists and just this awesome team, like rallying behind Logan and Liliana too. His, her school has been great. We had, we have every, every Tuesday and Thursday, they have like a zoom chat with their whole class and they have like a little lesson plan. It's quick. It's like 20 minutes, but she loves it. She loves seeing her friends and it's all, it's all wonderful. But at the same time, it's like, again, we're going for survival right now. So when we add like more and more stuff on top of it, it does get overwhelming. But his speech therapist was saying to me today and every single one of you know, his, his teachers and therapists have all said to me, like, if you do these things, it's great. But if you don't, that's okay too. Like, I think everyone has that understanding right now that like things are just, they're not as they normally would be. The mere fact that we are, you know, doing all this like teletherapy and e-learning and all that just shows things are not as they should be. So if you are sitting there feeling like a failure please don't, please don't beat yourself up over that. We are all in uncharted territory. We're doing the best that we can. So if you needed to hear that today, if that's the only thing you take away from this podcast, that's wonderful. So that's it. Those are my five things. Again, nothing groundbreaking, nothing too crazy, but I hope they're helpful for you. Please share with me what has been helping you get by. If there's anything in particular that you feel like this has been my savior right now, whether it's, you know, a hot cup of coffee or a glass of wine, whatever, whatever is helping you and is, you know, healthy for you in in moderation. That's all, that's all wonderful. Yeah. If you're feeding the kids Easter candy and, you know, chocolate all day long, like so be it. It is what it is. They're, they're, they're going to be just fine. So that's all for today. It's kind of a short and sweet episode. Again, thank you so much for listening, for carving out some time. I know we don't we don't have the time that we <laughs> we once did. In some ways we have like more time than ever, and then in other ways we have we have no time because if you're like me with the you know the little kids, they they really take all that time away from you. So that's all for now. If you would like to connect with me, you can find me on Facebook at Adventures in Autism Podcast, on Instagram at Adventures in Autism Pod. Or you can email me at adventuresinautism2018 at yahoo.com. 
Again, I love to hear from you guys. I would love to hear feedback on this episode. If you, again, have things that have been helping you, if you would like to be a guest on the show, if you would like to share your story, please send me an email with a little background on who you are and what we could talk about. I would love to hear from you. But that is all for now. And until next time, stay safe and take care. Bye, guys.